Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. The internet can be a goldmine for identity themes. Hey, big score? Six pack of passports. You? A couple social security numbers. Ah, well, beats real work, right? (laughs) (laughs) It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome to the Stairway to Heaven. We're coming to you bringing insights into the ever-changing high-frequency currents now bathing the planet and their effect on us all, the source of vital information for the evolving human being. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Dark children, hidden personas sabotaging our lives. In recent Stairway to Heaven episodes, I've referred to hidden coping mechanisms in the form of patterns, judgments, and beliefs that compromise our frequency. One of the most complex and energy-expensive coping mechanism is what I call dark children. Dark children come in many forms and vary in intensity from simple programmed autopilot behaviors to alternative personas. They express when we're in threatening situations, whether real or perceived. Dark children most often result from people living in difficult situations as children with few options although we can and do create them as adults should the need arise. When unable to change our difficult environment, we instead change our energetic format to cope with the situation at hand. Dark children form when part of our energy is taken offline to run a program designed to protect us from repeated injury. As an example, One of my clients was a very confident, capable, intelligent woman until a male in authority would aggressively question her. Then her brain would shut down, she'd stammer and stutter like a child, and become totally unable to defend her position. Her father had been a domineering, dictatorial man who would interrogate her, blame her for things she had not done, and physically punish her for them. No matter what she said to defend herself, it fell on deaf ears. The harder she'd try to have her case heard, the worse the punishment. This set up a situation that as a small child she could not resolve. The dilemma was either being falsely accused and punished or trying to defend herself being accused of lying and punished more harshly. Naturally, as a strong-willed, intelligent child, she was righteously indignant when unfairly accused. This approach always made things go from bad to worse. Finally, to protect herself, her unconscious set up a persona to come on deck whenever her father confronted her. 
This persona would stammer, stutter, and back down from any confrontation, lessening her punishment. The dark child had to expend quite a bit of voltage to force her to act in opposition to her natural expression. Because it was running on her personal energy, she would be left feeling drained and defeated. The program also ran outside of her conscious control. Even as an adult, when someone confronted her, she would suddenly find herself behaving like a traumatized four-year-old, which was the age she'd been when the system had been set up. While the dark child had protected her when she was little, it became extremely debilitating as an adult. As in this example, dark children are triggered to come forward by events and circumstances similar to the ones that necessitated their creation in the first place. This means dark children are offline most of the time and not privy to the fact that time has passed and circumstances have changed. They just keep running the same old outdated program every time they're triggered into action by the outside world. Even when they're not operating, the frequency and gifts used to create them are often locked up in their system and therefore unavailable to us. In my client's case, unless she was triggered into her stammering submissive four-year-old persona, she did not have access to her ability to compromise or yield. As a result, she was overly aggressive and unable to back off even when the situation required it. While dark children are created to protect us, if they're not recognized and re-examined, they continue to operate on autopilot and eventually sabotage our lives. Complicating the issue, we tend to establish multiple dark children to deal with various situations. Soon, just like a computer or a cell phone with too many programs running in the background, all of our resources are used up, running the dark children, leaving very little for us to operate our day-to-day lives. Dark children are also designed to protect us from numerous uh, memories and information that as children we deemed hazmat and life-threatening. Unfortunately, they're often still running unnecessary interference in our adult lives. This not only squanders our personal frequency, but prevents us from accessing and healing the past damage that necessitated their formation in the first place. Dark children can also project traits and frequencies that repel the very things we need in our lives. Another of my clients grew up with an abusive, jealous older sibling that would attack her in private whenever she received love or special attention from others. This client developed a dark child that acted out, making her unlovable any time she ran the risk of getting positive attention that would draw the abuse. Sometimes dark children express as behaviors, but they also work on the frequency level to achieve their goal. In this case, the dark child sends out a frequency equal but opposite to the one that would draw praise. When the equal but opposite frequency is present, it just doesn't occur to the people around her to praise her. It simply cancels out the prompting to do so. In extreme cases, the frequency sent out by the dark child may even draw criticism and lack of acceptance. For example, the message sent out may be, I'm stupid and ugly. When around someone whose dark child is projecting this frequency, you may find yourself thinking how stupid and ugly they are, even though your eyes tell you they're actually quite attractive and fairly intelligent. When confronted with this phenomenon, the tendency is to take ourselves to task for having such unkind negative thoughts, when in fact, those thoughts did not originate from us, but rather from the dark child of the person in question. 
If you're around a person and suddenly get mental messages about them, whether positive or negative, when it's not the sort of thing you usually think, you're probably being energetically impacted by their dark child. The messages are not always negative. Sometimes dark child is set up to draw special treatment from others by appealing sexy and desirable. This often expresses in a person that can only get their needs met as a seductress rather than hitting things head-on or asking for what they needed. In shamanic circles, this is called casting an enchantment. The problem with enchantments is that they send out false messages. The person with the dark child on deck is probably unaware of the subtle messages and unwilling to deliver on them. They may wonder why the opposite sex is always hitting on them, totally unaware of the signals their dark child is sending out to that effect. Dark children can prod other people into acting out. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your Quarter Pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Then use the negative response to further solidify our belief systems. In this case, we might as well be wearing a kick me sign on our backside. The frequency our dark child is sending out prompts others to see us as scapegoats deserving of ill treatment. The dark child's goal is to confirm our belief that others are mean and unsafe to be around, rather than run the risk of trusting and being hurt yet again. This leaves one to wonder about the origin of many seemingly random thoughts and promptings. Could it be our mind is not as private a place as we imagine? How many messages do we receive from others and think they're our own? Dark children are usually on autopilot, coming online and running their programs when stimulus from the outside world is even remotely similar to a past experience that damaged us. We may find ourselves wondering why we do the things we do, yet helpless to stop doing it. We're just observers, passengers, along for the ride until the program runs its course. When triggered, dark children may message us with judgments from our past, causing us to superimpose them on our present circumstances. If you observe yourself acting out in a way that does not fit the present circumstance, you're probably dealing with is messaging from your dark child. When dark children are created, we segment off part of our energy and gifts to run them. In extreme cases, this can be a drastic severance coupled with a dark child completely overtaking our consciousness. In this instance, we may not know or remember what they do. Even if we're conscious of their behavior, it's like being in the backseat of our life, along for the ride while a young child wrecks havoc with our relationships and our world. Sometimes we deny having dark children, other times we identify with them. Either stance leaves them in control. The more extensive the damage we have received, the more offenders involved, the more dark children we develop to cope. Dark children tend to create personas that are most likely to please the abusive individuals around them to avoid triggering the mistreatment. The more people one must work around, the more dark children created. A person with multiple personas designed to please numerous people becomes chameleon-like. These individuals are often accused of being people-pleasers and have no real identity of their own. 
Ultimately, our gifts and talents, even our personalities, are tied up in dark children rather than being available for us to draw on in our present day life. We all have dark children. Having a few is not overly problematic. But the more we have, the less energy available to consciously run our lives and the more inappropriate interference we endure. Dark children can express as phobias when the message you receive is danger in a benign situation. They can cause you to feel emotions that are out of context. They may have been with us so long we think, yeah, that's just the way I am, never truly knowing ourselves or others. So how do we deal with these little brats sabotaging our lives? Believe it or not, it's possible to set up a dialogue with them. I found dark children to be extremely forthcoming and open to having a conversation. To do so, get out your trusty journal. When you catch yourself exhibiting behavior or receiving promptings that you suspect may be dark child related, sit down, close your eyes, bring the behavior or prompting to mind. Then ask, who are you? In your imagination, you'll probably get an answer. Don't judge it. Just like automatic writing or free association, simply jot down the first thing that comes to you. Ask, what are you doing? Followed by, why? Once you've figured out what the dark child, what the dark child does and why, you can reason with it. You might say, I understand why you did this for me, and I'm grateful you have, but things have changed. I'm an adult now. In your mind's eye, show them your life as it is now and the resources at your disposal. Then ask them if they'd like to come back and be part of the whole again and share your life. They almost always agree. Ask what gift they bring back. They might say something like, my right to ask for what I want and get it. Imagine the child at the age you were when the dark child was set up. Envision it walking into your body to be with you. Welcome at home. Journal the entire experience, and during the next week or so, jot down the changes you see. For instance, note times when you were able to ask for what you wanted and received it. To dismantle more difficult dark children, we may need to access, heal the damage that necessitated their creation. This is often best performed by a trained professional. Sometimes the little rascals are more clever than we are and need someone from the outside to run interference. However, once the healing is accomplished, we can integrate the dark children's constituent parts. These aspects, formerly used against us, can then become talents, gifts, and strengths, ours to wield as we need in the present moment. Extreme cases of dark children express as multiple personalities, which is a psychiatric issue well beyond the scope of this material. If you suspect this may be the case, seek professional counseling. Do remember, dark children are not the enemy. It's very important to acknowledge what they've done for us and be grateful for them. After all, they're just traumatized children bearing amazing gifts. Thank you for joining me, Gwilda on the Stairway to Heaven where we provide updates on the energetic currents facilitating our evolution into conscious, powerful co-creators. As I'm sure you've noticed, not only do the Stairway to Heaven episodes stand alone, but they weave together to form a map to evolution and personal empowerment as we enter the new era. To revisit this or any of our past episodes, visit our archives 
at www.stairwaytoheavenmedia.com. If you'd like to find out more about me, my school, and the evolutionary tools we offer, visit www.findyourpathhome.com. Until next time, may you be blessed on your sacred path to wholeness. We are here. The time is now. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.